Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Okay. When. Bartice told Nancy, quote, I'm going to pump a couple of kids in you. My soul left my body. <laughs> I want to ride that dick train. It's back. Love, Love is blind. blind. Is Season back. three is back. It's back. Love is blind. Take one. Love is blind, love is blind It's Reality Gaze presenting Love is blind Oh, okay When he said, I want to shoot her up <laughs> you get like 11 props from your bag i was excited about love is blind and also where did you get a slide whistle (laughs) i'm very confused do you have a foghorn in there too (laughs) a gong (laughs) this show overstimulates me oh god ho ho it's back we need it from dallas we I needed this. I feel validated. Why? Because we've been working very hard. And it this is like a gift. It feels like a gift. This oh but there's a lot of lot of a lot of new crap that we've been watching <laughs> has been actual garbage, not fun garbage. No. <laughs> I just said no. a lot of new crap we've been watching. Yeah, it's uh, uh we've been watching some Fall is here. We're already fe- it is here because I think we already feel uncomfortable because we're starting to like Libby from 90 Day because her sisters are so terrible to her. And yeah. I don't know how to feel about I'm that. I'm wondering who I am. So I just want to yeah. be in a place where it's an old friend. And oh, well, oh, love is. What is this episode called? I didn't. Um, Welcome to Love is Blind. Welcome to. Well, they didn't really go far on that one. <laughs> Y'all, the show is back for season three in Dallas. The Big um, D, our old stomping grounds. I can already tell you. I don't know. I can't even remember what I thought at the beginning of season two. I I can barely remember. Um, um, I know we had. I know we had already. We already had some nasties like Shayna. We already knew Shayna was awful. Like, yeah, I feel like we knew some people that either were going to be villains or like were there and totally didn't know what they wanted and yeah. were hot messes. 
but we didn't have really. I don't. I remember we somewhat were attached to a little bit to Danielle and Nick, but we also knew that like Danielle was a little cuckoo. Yeah. God, I love Alexa. Me too. I love her so much. Like I have like Lauren. And I Cam- love Brennan so. I much. have Lauren and Cam vibes. I told you that in the text. You did not. You're a liar. <laughs> you did. I want to slap that in the like face. Asia from Below Deck. You're Donald. a liar. <laughs> no, you said oh, I told you that. Oh, I told text. you that. Here's the thing. I got Lauren and Cameron vibes. I'm I hoping. Did too. I'm hoping he doesn't destroy her. But um, I did, did. You did text me that, but I texted you back and said. I'm scared, though, after what they did to us season two with that finale. Oh, that finale was so awful. <sighs> you brought up Sal and Mallory, and I don't want it to be that again. Malvador. <laughs> and his girlfriend, Jesse! <laughs> and you were right. Y'all, I was right again. I didn't want to be right. <laughs> we like don't we wanna, always say. We don't want to be right. <laughs> I had someone from our sissy squad comment... Uh, so that she knew Jesse from Sal's girlfriend and found her Twitter feed. And of course, as I said before, her audition song is All That Jazz. It's All That Chicago. Jazz. Because she even made a quote of it. And she's like, I miss my Rocky Horror cast so much. <laughs> I have worked with this girl many times. Uh, she will come in smelling like a dance studio. Mm. Yes. Kind of like yes. maybe Colleen smells. You you dislike her more than I do. I I I I I kind of know she annoys the shit out of me. Not as much as Nancy does, though. Nancy doesn't bother me yet. I don't necessarily love her, but she doesn't bother me yet. Just her voice. But if I have to, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't understand why Colleen's here. If you're admitting on television you're a shallow person and you want a shallow I, relationship, why are you here? I think it's very interesting for the show. Oh, because we stop wasting my time. But I'm saying it's out of the normal uh, gambit of the show. How did you already drink that iced coffee? You need to slow the fuck oh God, down. Oh, God. That's going to hit me. How did you? Oh, oh come boy. on. Oh, boy. <laughs> I better. You need to take slow breaths. I'm not having you being so crazy. <sighs> I won't be. I'll be fine for this one. But I think we're doing 90 Day UK after this one, the finale. Because we're recording this early. I'm going to have you run around the building a couple of times. By the way, shout out to, we're able to drop these episodes to you at 12.01 after the day it came Thanks, out on Netflix. Thursday. Thank you for our partnership with Netflix that gave us a little bit of a preview of these episodes. Remember, this is too late to say this now, but you can't talk about this. We signed a contract. I am not. I'm talking about this, but what I mean, mean, I'm telling oh, you now shows. in life because we're recording this several weeks before. You yeah. can't say anything. Fine. <sighs> I would. I was. I was already. I was trying not to do some type of Instagram live last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard for you because uh, I want to talk about Brendan and Alexa. Before we get to that, I want to say. Nick Lachey looks good. Yeah, she got some bow. She got a little or bow. something. He, yeah. But not too much. He's still got lines on it. Yeah. He's aging well. I mean, Vanessa's always pretty, but yeah. Nick looks good. He looks less puffy. I think he... I think since the... Since... He looked good at the finale of season yeah, two. at the reunion. Yeah. 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 And he something got a little... Happened. Uh, something happened. Looks yeah. good. I think... I, I'd let him get my 98 degrees. I, wow. 
uh, did we say this was reality gays? <laughs> oh yeah, y'all. I think people already know who we are. If this they're listening on I Patreon. So. Well, this episode is on the free feed, y'all. Yes. And so oh, we should have done better than that. Oh well, y'all. It's fine. This episode is on We're the free feed. Gays. If you're listening to Love Is Blind for the first time, I'm Maddie. He's Poodle or Jake, and uh, the, this is a free feed show for this first episode. But then after this, it's gonna go behind the paywall, which we call Reality Gaze Plus. Reality Gaze Plus. That we call that plus because there's you can use Patreon, you can use Supercast, or if you're really a Carl's wife, you don't Apple, Apple subscription. Apple. If you don't understand understand technology, you can simply go to Apple subscription and keep it all in. It's right there all in one feed. It's very convenient. However, just remember that Apple subscriptions, only the $8 tier is available, which includes basically everything we do except for video. Yep. So, anyway, RG+. Plus. RG+. Plus. Uh, I'm... I, I, I'm worried that I have hope. I'm worried they're going to screw us like they did season two. I'm nervous. I am nervous. Oh, also, have y'all enjoyed listening to season one on our free feed? Oh, that's true. Yeah, we if, put season. You got. You got. You. We, we went from the vault. From the vault. We haven't done that yet, so I forgot we did it because recording this. Before. How are you enjoying that? This is a shit show. <laughs> what? What? What else is new? Producer what Christina is, is going to scream at us. I need to put on timey. This is. You do we're need we're to put already. On I swear to God, I don't know how we make it without timey. It's uh come on, timey. You know where it's, I feel I'm like I'm gonna help you, boys. When I remember Oprah said, I remember when she said talked about on a show she was having a moment one day and she said, I feel like when God puts you in alignment with what you're supposed to do in the earth, you should be doing. You should know when you think, take a breath. You should inhale the universe and you say to yourself, oh, this I'm exactly where I need to be right now. She said that about a show or an interview with like I don't know some famous celebrity. That's how I feel right now, <laughs> talking about love is blind with you. It took you so long to get there. I'm disinterested. I'm just but that's happy okay. about it. Um, anyway, let's jump in. Let's jump in. Like I said, I'm I'm worried that I'm hopeful. Yeah. Um, I think we have quite a diverse group of people. Yes. And I think we are seeing some diverse body types. Yes. Um, even uh, some men too. Even we haven't some seen of the them. men. Yeah. Well, I think Tony was a bigger guy. There's a lot of hot men on this season. Whoa. There are, but you know, no one, no one has got that extremely. No, it's still everyone's a little normy. Like the hot ones, the ones who are typically hot, like Bartise is gorgeous uh, with a body, uh, and yeah. like to me, Cole is your typical kind of like. Hot white guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but everyone else is... There's a couple guys we just haven't... We don't know their names yet, but there's... I... Unless unless it's episode one or two, unless they show up, I don't think we'll know them. No, they because we only get three episodes in the pods, and which yeah. always feels quick, but that's the way they always do it. Three pod episodes. I don't think we'll know it. them if we don't see them by episode two. But uh, Probably not, Yeah. No. Probably not. Because right now, I counted, y'all. We kind of know, quote-unquote, we know nine people yeah. in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, because we saw them in conversations with little dates in the pods. And the blankets and the goblets are back. The blankets are back. The goblets back. The montages of just giggling. 
That's how you know be, they're falling in it love. It must be freezing in there. Oh. I think they just turn it so cold. It's so difficult. Because you know my neighbor is an editor of the show. Yeah. And uh, she's talked about past seasons, but she's really good. She won't ever tell me anything. I beg her to. But she's like, girl, I can't bitch. tell you. I know. I'm like, she'll, she'll just say it's good. But that's all she'll say. <sighs> Nothing. I know. Uh, let's dig in. I. What do you think? I know. I know you. What. What do you think so far? After seeing this episode, um, I think so far. I think they got more interesting people than last season. Or no, not, not interesting. Hmm. I will say more. Um, uh, charismatically diverse. Meaning, I felt like not that everybody was the same type, but it just. Feels at least in the first episode, a lot of them feel like, like you said, not just normal looking, but pretty, but also normal personalities, and not yeah. everybody wants to be an influencer. No, and they don't look like everyone else. And we we got a lot of that, I think, in like, see, especially in the men, like all the guys. Yeah, we got like it was a very workout jock, yeah. bro. And it was very influencer heavy in the men last season. And also too, they also got an interest like. You could see him. He's gorgeous. And with the way he's dressed, he kind of comes off as this like, bro. But then you hear Andrew talk. And right. he's got an interesting like life oh. as a photographer. He's oh, still he, a, he's a douche. He's still a douche, but he's a wildlife photographer. True. Like, that's interesting. No, he's a guy who comes, y'all, this guy will tell you all the things he's done. I know, but before he's it lies. He's a complete douche at the He's same a douche. Time. He's real hot. He is, but it is hard for me. He, the way he dresses is so pretentious douchey, like he's just stepped off of a yacht. So, oh, I find him exhausting. So you weren't into it when he talked about uh, Tantra at all? I got a little hot. But, <laughs> but let me tell you, that's all, that's, it's all talk. That's all like, I'm going to make you, it's all promising. It's, it's all titillation for, for, for talk. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying, and it's also trying too hard. Uh, but well, Nancy's Nancy is, Nancy's too dumb to realize that. Oh, boy. Nancy, Nancy, yo, she's my least favorite person. <laughs> I don't dislike her yet. It could happen. Oof, I I, I don't necessarily want to have hang out with her. I identify completely with Raven. <laughs> You've never owned a vibrator? That's a lie. No, I'm saying <laughs> I identify with her and her seeing Nancy. And she she's like, you know, Nancy's that person you went to high school and you see her at Walmart. And you're like, she's like, hey. And you're like, I don't want to talk to her. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Y'all, hopefully Nancy and Raven are going to go five rounds later in this season. Probably. They are oil and water. They jump in, too, because usually with like they have the intro about what the show is, and they talk. This time they literally— Everybody knows the show Nick now. Nick Lachey showed up, and they just said, the pods are open, go. And so everybody just goes I, on. I still have a big problem, and I know the show has to set it up like this, but maybe they—because so many people haven't done this— it 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 just goes against the premise. He's like, "Do you want to say marry, get married to the love of your life, or walk away from that person forever?" That doesn't happen. They always get. They always either don't get married yet. They still talk because because you can't just have a very very close experience and just never talk to the person. I know, I know. That's your problem it every time. Me, but I'm telling you, that's not the. 
format of the reality show. They've got to have high stakes. You know that. But I'm saying what every single season, it doesn't do you happen want them that to do? way. They don't choose someone and then they shoot them and they never get to talk to them again. They're dead. They put them in a guillotine. I'd actually prefer that. <laughs> No, Choose not, this person maybe, or they maybe die. Not that they get exiled to an island, <laughs> and then and then the untouchables have to choose and propagate a, a race from themselves. We're moving into a weird area. <laughs> All the rejects, like Colleen, who gets rejected twice. <laughs> Colleen has to has to be shipped off to an island. Yeah. I don't think where she, she can where she can dance her pas de deux for as long as she likes. I don't think she's gonna make it through, y'all. I don't I don't think so either. Although she's not ready. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, if you're not deep enough for a coal, you've got a problem. <laughs> right? Right. Mm. I'm I'm in, I'm gonna push back on uh Oh no on the Colleen thing. I think it is a unique uh, uh, you're going to talk about Cole. A unique uh, idea about someone like Colleen, who everyone for two scenes is like, I want to find my soulmate. I want to go deep immediately. I want to start talking about my childhood drama. I want to do all this. When Colleen just wants to talk about their favorite bar. And, and I'm just saying, I think that is a larger conversation we need to talk about. Maybe some people aren't comfortable sharing I agree with the that. times that their father molested them. But I agree with that. But I, I don't think that. But and also, though, don't go on this show. I, I agree. But I'm saying it's a different perspective that we have not seen before. It's wrong. <laughs> That's I, I understand. But I said just just her trying to do it is an interesting trip for me. I wish they would still I know they don't want to do it because it would fuck up their continuity because I think what did we learn? They date in the pods for is it two weeks? We have never gotten a full answer. I feel like it's we read two to on three read, weeks. It's like two to three weeks. Yeah. So I almost they don't show that. I think that's actually to the detriment. I think it would yeah. be, but I get it. They don't want to show it the first episode, and they don't want to have just an episode of people. Will you marry me? Will you? They want to break it yeah. up, but because I felt like the conversation between Colleen and Cole was later on, but we don't know what if this was just day three. Because if it's day three, it, yes. Because if it's day three and Cole's saying, "I want to talk about a deep conversation," that is true. Be, but if it's Two and a half weeks that you've been talking to her, and it's still she's asking you what's your favorite well, bar. It probably that's that's probably that shows true. an inept or an she's inability. already she's already been dismissed by Brennan yeah. before Cole didn't go good. Yeah, I I agree with you. I'm just saying having Colleen on the show is a unique perspective that we have not seen. She annoys me, and I think it's in, and I oh she annoys me too. Y'all know I'm annoyed by. A lot 88% of, of the people. <laughs> 94. 94. And let's just let's jump talk into about this. these conversations. Let's jump into is this. The first one really is it. I think I have Nancy and Bartise. That's why I have. Y'all, Nancy oh. is. God, he's hot. Nancy is 31. Bartise is 25, Ooh. which is on the young side for our LIB contestants. Yeah, but he's an accountant. And when you're an accountant, you immediately age like 10 years emotionally. <laughs> I mean, Re emotionally, 
Have you ever seen? A, think, have you ever met an accountant who makes bad decisions and is impulsive? Um, I think men who are twenty five years. I think I think someone said that they're like you're twenty five. Men who are twenty five. Raven said that men are, who are twenty five play games. I agree. I agree with that. I, I, I yes. You know why this bitch did, and I'm pointing at myself. <sighs> you did. And I played some good games oh, in my boy. day. Woof. God. I had them. Um, they didn't know what it was up. She didn't really learn a lesson until 35. <laughs> 33. Because <laughs> the games don't get fun after 30. Let me just tell you. When you can't work as a musical director in any more theaters in the town <laughs> because you fucked every artistic director. Yeah, that's when that's when the game ends. Yeah, that's when you have to turn in your turn in your monopoly. You got to get paid. Yeah. So they're talking. They're speaking Spanish, and they, that's something they connect about. Um, He's looking for a best friend, and so is she. And I want to throw myself off a off a building. <laughs> she wants, to, and yes, she's she's looking for. And Barty's like, I'm looking for best friends too. And so he said. He said, I know I'm 25, but I have my shit together. Like, I have my shit together, and I'm ready for this. He, I'm saying this now. He is going to sow so much discord in this house from the women who want him. He, there's something about him. Oh, he's electric. Yeah, and he oh, is. Did you see He's him a star. Shirt? Oh, I did. Shirtless I did. Out? But what he, 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 he is someone who knows instinctually what women want to hear. I guarantee you, he says he's 25. He's been a player since he was 16. But maybe he was a player when he's 16 and he and he uh, played it out. But I'm saying it's but I'm saying it was that easy for him. Oh, all along. And there is he's 25 years old. He even though he might think he's ready for something like this for a life thing, maybe he's maybe he thinks he is. When he gets into real adulthood, it's going to scare the shit out of him. Maybe I don't know. He does. It's a difference of like his energy is young too. See, I don't think his energy is young. Oh, I think it is. Because I think whereas Cole does seem like he's twenty years old in the middle of the pot. Oh, but I think he takes this a lot less seriously than other people. Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. But it feels like he gives that player energy still to me. Oh, he would own that. I think. Y'all, he cheated on his wife. He, yeah, he's. Yeah. He's, although he's the Barnett of this season, although I it, he's the Barnett. Barnett proved us wrong, especially I, you. You went for Barnett and said that he was like a. And then he now I he's still, still married. Can't believe Barnett has not cheated on Amber yet. Still married to Amber, and I still think Amber might cheat on Barnett. They're apparently happier than two pigs in shit. We'll see. The jury's still out, but just like Cole. You would, or uh, and Barnett, you would beg for it for both of them. They I are, would. They are poodles types to a I T. I would. Yeah, that that kind of like that self satisfied, flirty, smiley, got a Darren Chris kind of thing going on. Yes, and yeah. so there's a lot of Dallas boys like Cole, y'all. Darren Chris is pretty. God. Oh yeah. So Bartiz ends up talking to Raven. She's the one who's the Pilates instructor. She's beautiful. I love her. She's my. She's. I think she's my favorite woman. Uh, Alexa is my favorite. Yeah, she's but great too. I like Raven too. I do like Raven. I li we didn't get to see her much, but I liked a little bit of uh, uh, I can't say her name right. Probably I'm gonna fuck it up because we haven't heard her yet. I think we might see her, uh, Kalika. 
Kalikia. I think it's Kalikia or Kalekia. Kalekia. We don't we don't know who she is. We got a little is. bit of her. I like her energy. Like I like because I think isn't she the one that said to Raven? Or Raven's like, I know I don't have a vibe. She's like, I'm not judging you, girl. I'm yeah. just shocked. I'm just shocked. I'm not judging. I was yeah. like, that's good to say. I, I hope. I hopefully we will see her. But like I said, two episodes. We don't two episodes. That's it. Um. So. Basically, Raven says that she's a serial worker outer, and they bond about working out and fitness and nutrition. Boring. Now, I was, I will say this, when I was rolling my eyes at this whole conversation. I did think Raven was going to be somebody that she turned out not to be. Me too. Like in this first scene, I kind of was like, ugh, she seems bored. Because like when she said, muscles completely blind me. I know. When I see, and I went, oh great, now, we've got to. I was say We've got a Maddie. I love, I love the honesty she's giving out. Like I said, I'm, I get a little blinded by muscles. Uh, they they last for so they don't even last that long. Muscles don't. Yeah, you don't get. Yeah, they don't distract you at all either, do nope, they? Nope. And he basically <sighs> says uh, he he just in a physical physique competition, so she's obsessed with that. And she also says that she lets. I, in the past, she's let a lot of things go in deference for looks for a man. Yes. She's lot of, let a lot of personality issues go because a guy was hot. Again, We're I, raising our I, hands. I, We're both raising I our hands on that Raven. One. Yep, we see I you, understand. Raven. Um, then Raven, we see a little bit of Raven and SK. He's cute, too. Uh, he is. And then, I think he'll be in this episode two more, I bet. I hope so. We saw a bit of him. He's interesting. we have never seen anyone like him in three seasons of love is blind no we have not and he's from nigeria you guys and he nigeria to, baby he went to baylor berkeley he's going to berkeley for grad school and and he says i'm glad uh i, I want a girl who doesn't think africa is a country and that i had a lion as a pet hey wow People make those assumptions. Like, I know even sometimes. Your aunt had a mountain lion. <laughs> not my aunt, my Uncle Leonard. Well, oh, my sorry. Aunt Cheryl, but really my cousin, Chad, Bobo the mountain, did have a mountain lion. That's true. But it went to a reserve in Dallas, actually. <laughs> they lived in Dallas. But no, I remember I would go to, uh, and when I would travel or go to California, or even when I first moved to California, people would say, oh, you're from Oklahoma. And they would say, oh, do you have like, did you ride horses or tractors to school and things like yeah. that and, and you said i did sir <laughs> i did not i did not trent diddy only had to do it one time <laughs> and that's because his mother had to use his car because his sister went into labor in uh in science class and the mom came up and picked literally this happened came up and picked up the sister and she was in because she was pregnant in high school what was his trent diddy <laughs> that's not a name Denny. 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 Okay. Anyway. There's no anyway. We're done. <laughs> but he had to drive a tractor to school one day. Okay. So it did happen. Okay. But it just don't make these general. We didn't drive tractors all the time. Y'all just extenuating circumstances. So don't think people in Africa have lions as pets. They don't. It's the same thing as thinking Oklahoma have drive tractors. Uh, let's talk about Colleen, your favorite uh, person on this. I'm a ballet dancer. I'm a ballet dancer. I think she looks just like Sarah Bareilles. Sarah Bareilles is prettier. I, uh, yeah, okay. I don't like to look at her and see. 
I think she looks just like Sarah Bareilles. It's hard for me to it's hard for me to equate her to someone I love so much. <laughs> I don't I, know if I could do it. Uh, take a look on your phone and see and look at uh, Sarah Bareilles. You'll see I know it's I mean. Sarah Bareilles. I just watched her just yesterday singing something. Just singing moments in the woods. Uh, singing the Baker's yeah, moment in the woods stuff. I love uh, her. I mean, a little bit. I see it. I think, but Colleen is that person. Y'all, she has no idea of what she wants. Because she said, like, no, I feel like people doesn't. just know me as a dancer. Yet, the first thing she said to everyone was, I'm a ballet dancer. I'm, and, a, I'm flexible. And she spends a lot of time with buzzwords like, I'm limber. I can do the splits. I'm very flexible. And she knows that, the thing is, she's aware what this does to men. And yeah. she leans in. And I don't have a problem with that. But I've when, heard when, you tell men that you're limber. <laughs> Well, and you're it, it not a ballet off. dancer, but and I'm not. Um, uh, but what what's interesting is she keeps complaining about that, and you realize she is stuck in these patterns, and she has no idea she how, to get, her, stuck in her how to get herself out. I've even heard you say that to a man in Spanish at <laughs> in Fiesta Cantina. Esto libro, libro. I don't know if that's that's right. no, it's not, it's not. Come say dice limber. Um, then we get a little bit with Andrew who's like, and then I was a photographer in Africa. You never really know what it's like seeing an animal so close oh. and eating meat. He's a douche and I would let him hit it once. And he's, first of all, he's fucking gorgeous. He is, but. And we haven't seen him in his shirt off, but you can tell his body's amazing. He is insufferable. I know. He would dick me down once, and then he'd start talking about Tantra stuff, and then I would start asking myself, why am no. I here? Why did I decide this? And then he would light incense again and say, do you want to have Tantra? But now I'm saying he's almost a parody of a douchey guy. He is, but he's just so gorgeous I get dickmatized. I, he also has no self-awareness. No, he, I agree yeah. with all these things. <laughs> I'm just I think being someone, honest. Going to the next person, I think someone like Cole is has a self-awareness that he knows he's a dick. He knows he's a kind of a douche. He does it, he doesn't. I agree with you. He has the self-awareness to know that he's a tool, but he doesn't have the self-awareness to know he has no business being in this pod. I agree. He needs to be out in, in deep Ellum. This is an influencer, y'all. This he is, wants this to is be an famous. Yeah. I guarantee y'all... He, like, knows all the promoters in Deep Ellum. Where we did our show in Dallas. Where were we in Dallas? That was a great venue. He's, guess what, y'all? You fucked a guy there. Yeah, I did. You fucked the lighting. And that night. Yeah, the lighting designer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you had fucked him earlier. Uh, A couple years earlier. Yeah. And he remembered. That's how good I am. (laughs) And seriously, I didn't remember him, though. No, you didn't. And until that night when I was like, I remember him. Yeah. And I hit, get in my head again. Boom, boom, boom. I remember this rhythm. Headboard. Yeah. Rhythm of life is a powerful beat. Puts a finger in the tingle and a tingle in your feet. You don't what? know that song. Rhythm on the inside, rhythm in the street. It was a choir song. <laughs> it was a bad choir song. I hated it. The sopranos would go, do what what is this? It was for All State Choir. Were I hated you, that song. Were you encased in amber, <laughs> like in high school, and then everything after that? 
was removed from your brain? I, a lot of it, yeah. That's a pathology. Something's wrong. Um. So Cole basically says, "I want to make a lot of babies." And dating, dating in like high school is cool. It's like all kind of babes are there, and like college, like you can date as many girls, as many you babes want. you want. And then like dating as an adult sucks. Sucks. I'm a realtor, by the way, so I'm always meeting people. <laughs> Doesn't work out. But he's I want to make a lot of a babies jerk. for sure. He's y'all. This guy's a fucking jerk. He's a dick. Uh, he's a dick. He, he wants is, things like his he, wife needs to have a great ass. Yeah, he is pretty to look at, though. I say will say that. He's very judgmental because we kind of have this montage. You see, like literally, he goes on a date with this woman named Brannigan, and she says, "I'm a nurse," and he, for, we don't know why, but he's nurses I are don't off the date table. Nurses. With no explanation. No, and then Jess, he goes on. She's the one drinking a beer. Yeah, and she drinks a beer with olives. What kind of girl drinks beer with olives? Can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah, I thought that this is. He's the closest to Barnett. I thought he is. Yeah, he but less charming. (laughs) Barnett is smooth. He is. Barnett is smooth. Barnett is smooth, y'all. So, but he does kind of end up going on a date with. I, I was Zanab. Zenib. 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 I like her, but I can't stand her voice. I, I <laughs> She's a flight attendant. And she's like, so that ain't it. He's like, well, I'm a realtor. Basically, like, I'm like a mogul. And the fa- when someone says well, no. they're like a mogul. No, no, no. That is sarcasm. Uh, I feel like he meant it. Oh, I I think you're getting a little blinded by his no, no, no. light eyes and his dark eyelashes, no, which are dreamy. It's not it's not always like he says that, but in a way that is like he didn't say it like I'm a mogul. He said, I'm kind of like a mogul. And like he's making he might have said he might think that's what he is, but he's also making fun of it. It's, see, this is what I love about Love is Blind is I didn't get that. And the way they kind of edit this mishmash together of all these people. Yeah. But no, it's kind of no, what. But I, I know guys like this. You, fair. And, and I will say. You know a lot. But I'm saying, but let me, I just want to say, that's kind of what I love about this show. You don't know what to think about people because we've been this before where we're like, yeah. this person's wonderful. And then they end up showing their ass and we are. Com- yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually we're pretty good on these reality shows at reading people and seeing them patterns. Love is blind last year completely if, fucked us over. If they ruin Brennan for me. <laughs> That's why I can't trust anything on this show, y'all, which is what makes it so exciting. I'm going to go up to Netflix with torches. <laughs> okay. Since if we they have, ruin Brennan for me. Since we have an agreement with Netflix, we're going to take a commercial break and I'm going to talk to Poodle about what we signed at a contract. And we're <laughs> going to be right back. 
Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple, and don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Nancy, I'm 31, and I'm very hopeful. I don't know why I'm crying. I guess I always cry when there's a camera on me because I'm so sensitive. She does cry a lot. Uh, Oh, I would hate to be living with this woman. Yuck. (sighs) 
Nah, she's not. And then there's another shot of Bartice's body, and then I forgot all about Nancy. Forgot all about it. I mean, there are homophobes. Like, I will say, when Cole asked her about the, asked Zanab about, or was it Zanab or whoever he, uh, or was it the blonde woman? We didn't get her name, but about the Jonas Brothers, and then he said all the Jonas Brothers are hung. Yeah. Hunks. Oh, you heard what you heard. <laughs> He said hunks. I even listened to it twice, and I was like, he just said all the Jonas Brothers are hung. Wow. Wow. I heard what I heard. Hunks. That's what he said. Whatever you want to hear. I'm going to just keep it in my head for what I heard. All right. So the next thing we have is... <laughs> You're gay. I, I have closed captioning. I always put it on with these shows because no one enunciates their words. <sighs> they don't. So Raven and Bartice are talking. This is their second time. And she's, this is smart. Um, uh, definitely it's going to be Bartice and Raven or Bartice and Nancy. Um, I think. I hope we're Raven. Safe. Me too. Uh, but I think what's going to happen is there may be another choice for Nancy. And then stop biting your nails. No, I'm not biting. I'm just thinking. Oh. I'm I don't sorry. bite my nails anymore. Well, don't think with it in your hand or your mouth. I'm just thinking. But I think we'll have one of those Mallory, Darrett situations. Yeah, uh, I mean, a part of me thinks Raven and Bartice would be a good couple. But another part of me thinks they wouldn't because they both seem very alpha. Uh, I think, yeah. We could have it in an Iana and Jarrett situation, which wouldn't go well. Yeah. Yeah. They... Although I don't think Yana's not an alpha. She kind of became more alpha, I think. Really? Don't you think, like, in when we saw after the altar, she really asserted herself more. I, I agree guess. with you. In the pod, she seemed kind of like a pushover. Yeah. Cause, but I think maybe he Remember, thought that. Remember, she was his second choice. Again, y'all, again, we don't know what's going to happen. God, I, I, I can't even imagine if knowing, being Yana, knowing Jared had just proposed to someone else and knowing that I was sloppy seconds. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. So there he's she's got a yoga ball in there and he's like, You're gonna do a pike up and Oh Raven does, yeah. And he is she says so they're having fun and she's like and I love it when this is one of the reasons she's a star for me this season. Uh, besides her, her and Alexa, I think, and Brennan, because they're both transgressing in a way, and you can tell they're acting out of their comfort zone. Well, Brennan, we, I mean, you probably do because you went to school there, but like, well, I think you do. Too, I know though. lots of we boys know like Brennan. Brennan. Like Brennan is a guy I grew up with in Southern yeah. Oklahoma, North Texas, probably where you but grew up in South Carolina. There's too. tons of Coles in Dallas too. There are. There's ten- lots of. That's nuts. actually one of. The, there's many, 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 many Coles in Dallas. Right. Many, yeah. but they rarely are they that pretty. No, but there are a lot of beautiful mm-hmm. people. The people in Dallas are just pretty. Or about, yeah. they're pretty people, but they're. It's kind of one of my. I don't what I don't love about it's a very opportunistic city. It People is. People are in it to get somewhere. So uh, Raven basically says, "Look, I really like you, but I need to tell you I do some service industry things on the side and it can be challenging for men." And this is I didn't know what she meant. I mean, uh, I was like, "Are you a stripper?" I thought, like I didn't know. Service industry is you it's 
that's you that's not stripping. Um I thought it would I thought it might have been cocktail waitressing like when they're wearing like skimpy little outfits. Cuz there's sometimes. a lot of those types of places. Y'all strip bars in Dallas. Huge. If you don't remember, I grew up an hour from Dallas and Jake and I, I went both to school went there. to school there. That's where we met in North Dallas. Um it's it's like a culture thing of strip, yeah, clubs, strip clubs, strip bars. It's a thing. Um it, so and it's not uncommon. Like I remember, friends in college yeah. would work at those places because they were young and pretty, and they got and, great tips. And they do hire young, pretty women. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. And depends on what place you're in, how skimpy your uniform is. It was interesting to me when she was talking about this because did you see how she literally backed into the corner was oh, trying to hide? From she the camera? has felt so judged. By yeah. this, and it just tells you. And a lot of men think, "Oh, women who do that are just sluts. Women who work in those places are sluts." Especially, again, I think to add context, especially in Dallas. Dallas, I think, and uh, I don't know if they're called Dallasites or people. What is someone called who lives in whatever Dallasite? Dallasite probably will come for me when they say this, but I do think not everyone. But I do feel like Dallas can is a big city, often with small minds. It's getting better, but it's a it's a city that is steep, very judgy. It's very judgy. It's old it's school, very old money. Yeah, it's very old Christ, Christian religion dogma. Like this is how the city is. Wednesday nights are still people go to and church. do church on yeah. Wednesday nights all day Sunday. So I agree with you. For her to work. Like here in L.A., for her to work that job, no one probably would think no, but twice I. about it. But it's this idea with good guys when she's trying to meet a good, you know, or if good this Christian was Miami, guy, New York, yeah, not a big deal, a deal. But in Dallas, this I. So yeah, I just think that's important to, to just put into context. Right. Um, basically, that was. Uh, but Bartiz said, "I'd feel confident about our relationship." And there was He's like, "I wouldn't care." There was something about his hesitation where I was. Like, I didn't believe it either. I, I don't believe it. I don't think we really know who he is, and I think he's or been, who he wants. That's true, but I think he's been showing us only the side. I think he's a different person to every woman he talks to. He's going to have a reveal moment still. I think maybe. Uh, so hopefully he takes his shirt off again. It's hot. So of course, y'all. Nancy's into Bartiz, and she's like, "I feel I'm, I'm I I just can't think of anything else but him." And even Raven says, "He's my potential." Whoa! <laughs> Did you say you're a potential? Potential. Whoa! I don't know what there's that sound a is. massive plane <laughs> flying over you. So, um, and Raven even says, "I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm actually uncomfortable with other women talking to him." So that's a big confession for her. But if you like Raven a lot, it probably means you're a lot like you don't like other guys to talk to a guy you're talking no, to. No, I don't. Even if you don't like them. No, because I peed on him. <laughs> I marked my territory. I don't like people dating my exes either. You, you know, I would love Fuck that. You, I would love for you to be on Big Brother. You don't need to be on this show. <laughs> you would, on Love is Blind you would not, I'd be terrible you on would show. not do well I'd be terrible on this show not do well I would just sit there at the, the front of the pod and I'd just like sit there and just like make sure no one went in the pod <laughs> talking to my guy what are you doing where do you think you're going and then you would this one's closed <laughs> and when you're talking you're like so no room for sluts in here uh so you don't want to just describe what you look like at all <laughs> like 
can you can you trace the thing trace a line on the wall to say how your big your dick is? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just a silhouette. If if we you want went, to know how big your nose is. If we went to a music festival, would your dick hang around my neck <laughs> if you were on my shoulders? Could I throw it over like a continental soldier? <laughs> Does your dick t- did your dick hang low? Does it? <laughs> I'd find a way. I'd find a way. Is it bigger than a bread box? <laughs> there was one. I don't know who said it. Who said, uh, I think it was about Colleen, who loves talking about her dancer body. Yes. And she's and he's like, oh, limber. Oh, really? You can, You definitely have a great butt then. Yeah. I think that was Cole. That was Cole, yeah. Because he sounds, wants his wife to have a great like butt. Uh, so let's talk about this conversation between Nancy and Bartiz. This, I believe, is maybe their third date that we see. Maybe the second. Uh, second or third. Again, we kind of don't almost. You know what? Even if they didn't do, even if they didn't do a timeline, I almost wish every time we, that we would see first date. Yeah, fifth. That date. would be helpful. Well, that would be the, a great idea. One of the things about this show is the tyranny of the editing. That the editing is the show, and that's why those goblets are there, y'all, because the editor is like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. I bet it's actually very hard to edit. Yeah. Because it's a lot of... And I bet you have those creators over your fucking shoulder. Oh, yeah. Because they are... They're dictatorial, y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love you, Chris Colon or whatever your name is. It's the same people that do Married at First Sight, right? Yes. Think so, yeah. So maps. So this conversation, what do you think about so she was an egg donor eight times, twenty five to thirty eggs every time, and this there could be a hundred Nancy's out there. So this must have been something she ran into. That people had a problem, she lost friends over it. Well, like she it explains the culture of Dallas. People say yeah. oh, you went and went against God's will as far as like or you, know, you or you don't care about any of your other children out there. And she's like, I don't think of them as children. You know, because a lot of people don't get that. And I, rem, I remember, I know some friends that did insemination. And people like in their church told them you shouldn't do in vitro. Right. That's against that. It's that fucking crazy. So I think I get her hesitancy. More of a stigma about people saying, don't you want to talk to your children? Yeah. Because those are babies. And I thought she explained that actually. One of the only yeah. few things she explained very well that those are not her those are offspring they are not her children. This was my favorite moment of her actually. It was, but and these kids uh we, they can't contact her later yeah. on. But Bartiz is fine with this and that's where we hear his like, line. That's crazy, but it's beautiful that you help people. I mean, it does make you think Bartiz and Nancy are going to get together when he does says, "I'm going to pump a couple of kids in you." Uh, again, my soul left my body. I grabbed it and said, where are you going? <laughs> Y'all, like because they sent me to hell and I'm like, nope, not going. I climb back up. <laughs> true. Cause we're not, we're not doing this yet. We're going to say this for the end of episode three. And also, yeah, we're not going to give you poodles gift on the free feed. Nope. We're, you're going to have to go to reality Gaze plus for the third episode. Oh, where there we, will be some dick reading where we read all of their dicks. Yes. There we did. There will be dick reading. Yes. So, and then Nancy finds out they're talking about, she's like 34 would be ideal to have kids. She's 31. And she's like, how old are you? 25. 25. The what? Uh, 
And we have have a Jessica Mark moment where she's like, and I'm like, I'm thinking there's a difference, but 25 to 31 isn't huge. I think it's huge. But let me say, let me say why. 25 to 27, like Raven and he are, I don't think is huge. No, it's not as Uh, big. Although I think she is an older 27. Um, and Nancy is a younger 31. However, she, I think she's a very young 31. Nancy is, Nancy is powerless with her own, uh, ideas of timeline of when she needs to have children. Well, again, not to keep reiterating the point, but it's different. Y'all we're in Dallas. Women don't wait till they're 37 to have kids. That's in Dallas. true. They do it younger. That's just a culture thing. 34 there. for Dallas is older. Is considered yeah. old. Like, and I'm not, I know some of you out there are like, I live in Dallas and I had my kid at 40. That's great. I'm just saying but from the people we know in our lives, you and have I know to a know. lot of people yeah. there. One of my best girlfriend literally lives in Plano. And she talks about how so many of her girlfriends, she was in her early thirties. were like, you've got to hurry up and get a man and have right. a baby. So she said, fuck that noise. And she does what she wants. (laughs) Amen. Amen. And she basically says, uh, she's like, does it scare you that I'm 31? He's like, no, last last girl I dated was 31. And, uh, and then when she said, when I, that when she's Nancy said this, when I think of 25, I think of games and she's right. And what the tricky thing is, Nancy's never going to get over the fact that that guys, younger guys, played games with her. She's a Jessica. Something happened in her past. Yeah, and she's. It's not even about Barty. It's. She's. You're right. She's not going to get over I it. I think she's a. She's kind of arrested at one point. Well, I'm sure we'll because of Love Is Blind is the way it is. I think we might find out what that is. Oh, probably. Boy. Uh, let's move on to the persons I really want to talk about. Well, let's talk about because they we. we we, we, now they had a meeting in the, earlier that we didn't. We kind of skipped over. So I just want to talk about they when they meet. Um, that Alexa kind of goes into this saying, "I'm a bigger curvy girl. I don't want to lose weight." And the first thing her and Brennan b- bond over is that <clears throat> the first thing he says, "He y'all, he's the guy in a cowboy hat. He's a and skinny white guy in a cowboy love shakshuka. hat." And they start talking about food, and yeah, he talks about shakshuka, which. Not sh- not Shushuska. 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 That was what's her name? Heather? Was Heather. Her name Heather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I That's think it's what... Shushuskas from Below Deck. But again, like, Shushuska. I was surprised he said this being for someone from Dallas because it's just fucking steakhouses and Tex Mex there, y'all. Yeah. And so, but he talks about, and he talks about his family and they do a big cooking thing she talks about being her family's all from israel and again y'all i actually know i have several friends through like music school that are jewish that lived in dallas it's a huge jewish population there's there. a huge jewish population. but again the majority big people, synagogues been in synagogues but still there's a lot of but that's a cult it's not like the fact that he's just doesn't give a shit that she's jewish that's a I just love it. What Love is Blind yeah. does well. The way this guy looks, the way that he talks, you would not think he would be so open to that. That's true. And because yeah. maybe love is blind. And now we talk about their other conversation. I just want to talk about that. But no, I think she's she talks about having being one of six and he talks about having 
the mom and dad split, split. when he was six. So y'all, this is this is vintage perfect love is blind when this it happened. Is. It is. This happened with Danielle and Nick last season. Well, they uh, really trauma bonded. Boy, didn't they? Didn't go good. Almost in a really non-healthy way. Remember, y'all, it's like, I forgot one, but he said, they said, well, I want to do this because, you know, there are people from the experiment that are still married and it works. And I went, yeah, just season one, (laughs) not season two. But when this was filmed, yeah. Two out of 10. That's one out of five. (laughs) Those are not good odds. Not, what's that? Like 20%? Yeah, 20%. Yeah. (laughs) And it's not trending well. (laughs) It's not trending well. I think last season, given given what we're seeing this season, I'm hoping last season was an outlier. I really hope so. I hope so too, because I think it was a bit, you know, it. I don't want to say it's on casting, because at the same time, I bet this it shows is. Are, it is, but I also think it is. I bet this shows really hard to cast. Oh, very much so. Because it's so. I get that. I get that. Uh, but, I. I'm more hopeful so far, too. I think they have. I do see that a lot of these people, especially the women, are more down to earth than That's a great word two. for it. It's No one in season two seemed down to earth. Maybe Natalie and Iana. Everyone yep, else that's about it. was kind On of. On some planet. Yeah. That we don't know. Messy reality stars. Yeah, and they don't do well for a show like this. No, you need you need to feel like you relate to you want at least when I watch Love Is Blind, you want to feel like your neighbor or hell, even you could be in that pod falling in love with someone I agree. blind. And you need to have if you're going to be a messy reality star, if you're going to have parts of that, you need to have a little bit of person too. Like Amber was messy as fuck. She she had a lot of messy girl problems. Mm-hmm. She's still a real person. Gigi was pretty much the most extreme from season one. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's turned out to be an influencer. But Gigi is somehow super relatable, even though she was cuckoo magoo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. She, well, she just doesn't hold back. No. God, the camera loved her, too. It did. Season one was just so good. Well, it was the first time. Remember your first time? Never mind. Mm, That's No. <laughs> yeah. No, it's been way too long. Well, yeah. And you could not have paid for someone better than Jessica, who was so unaware of the things she was saying. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. God. She, um, she regrets being on the show, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, no, it, it brought her to where she is. She's happy now with She's her doctor. Happy now, man. Yeah, she is. She is. She got her, she got her, um, her redemption, though. She on did. After the Altar season one. She did. Um, so, so Mark okay. didn't even show up. He didn't. So I think that, but yeah, they talk about divorce and things like that. And Brennan says, you know, he, that's when he says, every time I talk to you, Alexa, it's just perfect. And then that's when you know they're going to get together when we get the giggling montage. Just, yes. There's music playing. And so we know all that. So um, we, ow, I just itched my mouth and my beard stabbed me. That hurt. Riveting. Well, it hurt. <laughs> There's a little bit of Andrew um, when he says, I enjoy the, just like this, I enjoy the finer things in life. And 
I know. I've, I've he's traveled a dick. the world, and I was a wild. I know. I was, I'm, I'm face to face with leopards and lions. Well, and Nancy's loving his voice. Like you ever been on another voice? Well, it's so funny. Andrew then goes on to say, "Have you ever experienced transcendental sex?" <laughs> That's the best. And Nancy's going, what is that? He's like, both people enjoy every second. You're synced up. I might touch your nipple, maybe your tummy. Yeah, you go with the flow. You're able to uh, have, especially for men, just multiple orgasms without ejaculation. Translation, I will fuck you all night. And it's funny, I learned this from a woman when in Bali who was 41 years old. Oh, just everything about him. I, I, I just, I, I'm so repelled by him. I, ugh. I really want to talk to the woman from Bali who's 41 <laughs> years old. What do you think her name is? Oh. Marisol. <laughs> I don't know. But he, he, do you, he, do you see when he says like, you just need a teacher? I threw my pad and went, come on. Uh, I feel drawn to you. I can feel your energy through the wall. He's horrible. Uh, and I do it once. I would be. Okay, twice. I would maybe be, a week. I would be surprised if he wound up with someone. Oh, for sure. They all, he does have a nice voice and they all kind of fall in love yeah. with his voice. I but think. Yeah, I would yeah. be. I would be surprised. There's a little bit of Colleen and Brennan and y'all, he outright says, I just got to tell you. I'm into someone else here, and this is really hard for me to say. I need to move forward with them. And good for him. I got you. I got you. She kind of interrupts it. That's what she, he keeps trying to explain. It. That's what I laugh when she guys like, are just she's like, I got you. to me. This is why I don't like. I don't her. love my personality. This is why she gets on my nerves. Is that she's a martyr. I agree. Because she walks out of that room wrapped in a blanket, and all the women are wrapped in blankets consoling her, and she's just like, she basically says, uh, "What did she say?" She comes out of there and she says something. He was one of my top two. She's like, he was one of my top. And she basically says like, yeah, he just basically just like completely just dropped me and dumped me. And I went. That did not happen. He was very kind to you and very polite and just told you that it's not going to work out. And you made it about you and like you were the victim. And that's where she lost me. He did what Shayna could not do to Kyle. Because Kyle kept yeah. fucking with Shane. Yeah. and Or sorry, Kane, Shana kept fucking with Shane. Yeah. And kept f- flirting with him. And then even she led Kyle on for so long. She did. Yeah. She did. They, Kyle and Shane have been posing together with sh- and Shane had a shirt that said OnlyFans. And I'm saying, fuck each other. I'd watch that. Like Shane and Kyle are friends now. Yeah, they're, they're, they're talking now. We haven't had an OnlyFans yet from Love is Blind, but I feel like they would be the first. Kyle would be the one first. And maybe, I don't know what that would be. Shane would do it too. Yeah. That season was the was so thirsty. It was thirsty. Ugh. It was a thirsty season. Ugh. It was. Ugh. It was. Um, but anyway, Brennan says, it's Alexa for me. I love um, Brennan said... I, I didn't mean to hurt her, but I can't apologize for the way I feel about it. Oh, it's giving me Lord and Cameron. And then finally, Alexa and Brennan, they go to talk and he they go in and he just says, listen, I want to talk to you, Alexa. Oh. And he says, I guess oh. I'm going to have to carry this because you're oh. not going to be able to talk. I was crying when I watched it. <laughs> he said, oh. 
I wanted you to know that I grew up without heat and AC. And my level of happiness isn't about money. It's about love. And I haven't found it. And I haven't found love. And Alexis, I didn't think I would find love for this. And Brendan said, I didn't either, but I need to tell you. And she... <laughs> and she's completely shaking. Her hands I'm are shaking. She's shaking, and Brennan says, "I'm completely in love with you. You're my person. You're, You're my lobster." Okay. If someone said that to me in life, I would say, "Get the fuck out of my face." But if on that on this television with these two people, I cried last <laughs> night watching it. You did? Yes, I did. You texted me, and she says, "This is the greatest night of my life." She and said, I wrote I down, love you too. "I'm crying." There are actual tear marks on my pad. Um. <laughs> And they keep saying, I you love are you. so easily I manipulated. I love you. I love you. No, I just have feelings. <laughs> Unlike you. Because this is what people, this is what people do. I, I'm not, I'm not manipulated by dumb stuff. These two people actually love each other. I Maybe. think they do. Maybe. I think they do. Anyway. Uh, it's the next day, and that's where we get the whole Raven. It's out of the pod. Raven. Uh, conversation of no vibrator, but whatever. Um, I think then we have this conversation with Colleen and Cole. This is interesting. It's interesting. He says, I've been thinking about you. And he's like, they're talking about kids and then five to six kids. I got to handle that. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I got that as fun as a guy for me. And I just wrote, you two are fucking annoying together. And what's interesting Please don't get together. is uh, he says, uh, he's like, I see us like, Having amazing sex and hot babies, but like being be, poor. Being poor. That's such a weird thing to say. Probably maybe because she's an artist, but I'm like, but you're a realtor. Like, if you work yeah. hard, you won't be poor. But then he, then Cole comes in, y'all, with Zinnip. With these, can we talk about Cole's glasses? Oh, they're all hipster glasses. He's got like four pairs. <sighs> He's insufferable. He reminds me of who was from Love is Blind. Or no, he remind you know who he reminds me of from Uncomplicated. Ultimatum. Ultimate why can I never remember that show? Colby? He reminds me of Colby. He's but very even, Colby from Ultimatum. But wasn't that show in Dallas too? Yes. It, it was in Austin. Austin, yeah. It was in Austin. But the same type, the kind of like Pretty Texas boy was a, probably a quarterback or played in yeah. high school, like very similar. I think Colby's even or Cole is even more aware of himself, and even more aware of his dickish personality. He thinks girls like that because he gets girls who do. Okay, um, and God, he's and he's leaning into it. You're really attracted to him, aren't you? I can it be. I know they're not good. I I fuck guys like that. I used to. Now you're better. Now yeah, you're better. He's but I used to fuck boys like that. He's real pretty. I bet Cole's real pretty when he cries. Oh yeah, those eyelashes, y'all. Ooh, I so, would fucking. I'd regret it. Ba- basically, Zeneb is talking about she's from England, and uh, and he's like, he loves. He's like, so let me say, I love the outdoors. I love God. I massively love God. Massively love God. I love family. Oh, my God. I have an older sister and a younger brother. I Cole melts my heart. And then, though, she says, my parents passed when I was 13. My father, when I was 13 years old, my mother at 18, the teenage years were my grieving years. And I was like, wow. Yeah. 
And the weirdest That's thing is a lot. when she said that, part of her, I was like, you have a childlike aspect to you. I don't dislike her. I dislike her voice. Yeah. But she but, is interesting. But it is almost like. She's parts, also gorgeous. Part of her, she is. Part of her didn't get past much of that. It feels like. I think she's a little arrested. I, I don't. It could be arrested or it could also just be sometimes arrested and sometimes, well, she said it, but skipped. Yeah. Like, kind of like, I think gay kids, like, like when you're in high school and you don't get to have that because you're freaked out about sexuality. Right. And she said, my teenage years were, were all grieving. And he's kind of, for one minute, because he, what Cole is chasing is true, absolute intimacy that is with a serious person. That's what he's actually chasing because he's a smart guy. I think what it is with Cole is why does he want that? It doesn't make sense to me. Like, what does he want what, from it? No, what he's looking for is someone who can make him commit. Someone who is that, who can who can kind of like call him out. He even said, I like it when you call me out on my bullshit. He wants someone to say, I see this act you're doing and I see it's an act. Which Amber did call Barnett out on his bullshit. Yes. So that's he she he needs an Amber. I don't think any of these women are Amber. I Raven. It also would be interesting. You know, it could be like two. Remember Barnett's edit, and we found this out. Like Barnett in real life actually had his shit together really well. Like yeah. he had a good job. I think he wasn't like an accountant or something right. like that, actually. And we found out kind of after we really like it was the one Amber, the one who had student loans. Amber, and all the this one shit. who was a mess. And so you kind of, I don't know where Cole is on his realtor journey. <clears throat> he comes from money. He does come from money. You, you can tell. You can smell it on him. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. He's never really had to work for anything. He grew a hundred Park. I was, you think Highland Park? I said a hundred dollars. I said he grew up in Plano. Mm, maybe. It's older money than Plano. You think? Yep. Who knows? <laughs> Y'all Dallas people just said, oh, yeah, maybe. Everyone else is like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because he's too. Flower Mound's not as hip anymore. No. Let's talk about Brennan and Alexa. Um, Y'all, it's the proposal. He's going to say, she makes me feel good. I don't know. I don't know who she is a person, but I don't care. And they say, I love you. Alexis made Alexis made me a believer in this, he says. And he says, and this is when I started crying Again. for the second time. I love you here. I love you everywhere. <laughs> he said, I heard a country song. I'm last, gonna cry. He said, I heard a country song last night and I broke down because it talked about a guy who was looking for he love. Came to the city who was full of fear. Full of fear, and now he and found heartache. Love. And he gets down on one knee and he says, Alexa. You made me so happy. Will you marry me? And she's shaking again. He is so earnest. If they ruin this man, if they if they have not included things. Oh no. And if if they don't. Y'all want to so he's gonna fall hard. Well, this would be the equivalent of what they did if, if they did anything to Cameron. Don't but you, I don't. You get that out of your exactly. Mouth. You get that out of your mouth. But I'm saying, I'm I'm trying to think. Was there someone on season two? No. That they gave us who was so. I think Sal they tried to do it with Nick and Sal, but it didn't work. But it didn't work. Mm -mm. Yeah. Because they were both gross. 
Yeah. Remember, rem- as I said when we did After the Altar, remember when we liked Sal? Yeah, we liked him in the pods. I, I, on After the Altar, I didn't, and everybody came, because I said, y'all. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. I don't we don't remember if we liked him or not when we did this show, and they all came for us and said, You fucking loved him. Yeah. Even especially you more than me, because I, I was did. annoyed by a singing boy. That's the thing that I love about this show. We were wrong. Anyway, y'all, he Golly. cries, she cries. Of course, I don't she think says, Brandon can go that way. Let's There's hope. no way. I, I think he's too earnest and authentic. I don't think he can. I'm going to, I don't want to give you false hope, but I'm going to give you a little hope. Anyway, he goes back and tells the guys, I'm going to get married, blah, blah, blah. And y'all, then dumbass Cole and Colleen, she's got feelings for Cole because she's that girl. He could be the love of my life. Cut to, um, they, you're by far the fun choice. Is there a worse thing to say on Love is Blind to someone? Yeah. Hey, I've got animals on my socks. <laughs> what uh, What animals on my socks, Colleen? I think the worst, though, would be, you sound ugly. <laughs> yeah, you sound ugly. <laughs> Y'all, she says, Is that a turtle? Turtle. And he goes, Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God, it's Turtle. This was such a stupid Love is Blind moment. <laughs> it was pretty dumb. Um, anyway, she even says, if, you're, uh, if, if you and I are going to be married, we've got to go deep. And, uh, and she's like, I'm comfortable with like, being surface level. And I wrote down, 
Yikes. She said, I'm, this yeah, was she the, said, I'm not shallow. I just want it to be but surface. This is the first time when I went, okay, this is as far as this can go. Yeah, because I wrote, then why are you on this show? Right. And so, and it's she even weird. Says, maybe that's she, who I am. She said, I know that's not attractive, but maybe that's who I am. And Cole says, he just says to her, he said, I can't see myself getting down on one knee for you. I think you're looking for someone a little different than yeah. me. And she's like, well, maybe I am a shallow person. And then Cole was very nice about it. Yes. Very nice about it. And she's like, peace out, Cole. Peace out. And she and walks back out. back to there and goes, she's like, he called me shallow, he which call- is what she said. She called herself that. I don't, I, oh, I don't like her. And y'all, we're left with the last bit of. He shot me down. Whatever. Alexa and Brennan about to see each other. And this- the last quip is. Alexa saying, what the fuck? Blackout. And I went, bleh, 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 bleh. And then. Did then, you scream at the blackout? And then Brennan reveals his true alien form. <laughs> you screamed though, didn't you? Yes, of course I did. <sighs> Y'all, it's back. This it show is, is back, back. And this first episode was good. So like I said, we see, we know nine people. We know Alexa, Brennan. Brennan. Cole, Colleen. Mm-hmm. Bartice, Zinnab, Raven, Raven, Andrew, Nancy. Nancy. And we got a, I would say nine, and we got a little bit of SK. Not a yeah. lot, but we did, We found out about his history, a little bit of SK. But I think if we don't get him in episode two. Then he's not going to be in there. Yeah. I think we might. We'll see. But, but even just that, so far, interesting people. So I think we're going to see There's four couples they usually go with five. It's been that way for two seasons. And sometimes they even have more couples. They just don't move That's forward. True. With them. So sometimes I probably what will happen is they'll have they probably do seven couples and they're like two alternates or something. Oh, for sure. And they followed other couples before. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But this show is so cagey about the way, but the way it's produced, you guys. It's very they won't tell anyone. They anything. won't. I, yeah, they don't. I can't it's get good. enough. It was hard not to jump into, into the second episode fully. I watched five more minutes of it. But, I mean, we and I both did, but uh, I can't tell you what happens. But it, it's that type of show, y'all. So. If you think you're going to piecemeal this show and watch it and bit by bit, no, you're going to binge it. You're wrong. You're going to binge it. Wrong. They're going to cliffhanger you. Every, they're going to blue ball you every time. It's easy to binge, though, because they drop the first four episodes, the first batch, yeah. and then they're going to drop. So it's in batches. You're not getting raw dogged with all of it, in, just little bits. So right now, you got just the tip. No, you got four inches. Which that's not enough. Wow. All right, everybody. Well, <laughs> that's the show. Hey, it's if, never enough. If you enjoyed this and you want to listen to our other episodes of, of Love is Blind, you're going to need to subscribe to RG Plus, y'all, whether that's Patreon, Apple, subscriptions, or Supercast. Supercast. Uh, or you can listen to episode season one on our free feed. On currently. our free feed. If you want to find there, those links are in the show notes or if you uh, that are on your podcast app, wherever you're listening to. Or you can go to our website, realitygaze.com. It's up now. Go to realitygaze.com. Realitygaze.com. You will see where you can subscribe to our uh, to the uh, Reality Gaze Plus It's there. not porn anymore. Thank God it used to be a porn website, and then it got hacked, and then Sissy Drew from Phoenix saved us. Thank you, Daddy.
You know, he's pretty <laughs> handsome, so I'll I let know. you do it. All right, everybody. Um, and he knows technology. God. I need to bang a tech bro. Can't we both? Yeah, we're missing out on that one. All right, everybody. That is the show. And if you did enjoy this, again, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can find a link on our website to do that. Or Spotify Pocket. You can find a link there, too. Leave a review. We appreciate that greatly. And even more importantly, if you share the love, if you liked our Love is Blind, share the love and retweet it. Do it it on Instagram or say, or or tell your friend Betty at work. Tell Betty at work. Say, (laughs) Betty, you need to watch this shit. And she'll say, what are you talking about, Larissa? (laughs) I don't know your life. But anyway, watch it. Because you're going to say, Betty, you need to watch this because it answers the all-important question, which is, is love blind? Love is blind.